0: hey what's up people and welcome Welcome to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. I'm your host, Nate, and I am, um, one, I'm very disappointed in my engineer slash uh, owner of the station because I've been here for quite some time now, and um, he didn't celebrate me. This month was my celebration month for being on b Exposed radio for like 30-some years, and um, oh, it feels like 30-some years. It feels like a minute, but I've been on here for quite some time. I believe, I have to look at the thing, because after like year five, I kind of lost count. So I think this year is year seven, or year, I think it was like year seven, or year eight. I, just, Marty will figured it out. Um, he's doing a math. He's the accountant. I'm not. Uh but, but I um I got some cake and ice cream. Woo. For me. <laughs> Sorry. But um <laughs> I don't think we'll cake and ice cream, especially birthday cake. do do that. Uh but um I'm just really excited. It's been a really tough month for me. Um and just the, the pandemic kind of summating the whole experience, um, losing so many people just randomly back to back. Um it's one thing when you I'm not saying it's better, but it's one thing when you just see celebrities deaths. But when it hits home, that's that matters most to me because I don't know those people. Uh, I have concerns, but I it doesn't hit you the same way when it's a loved one, a friend. Um, and I've had two big deaths. Um, in this year, a friend my friend Martique, um and my grandmother, and my grandmother it kind of was way more personal um, and I still feel a certain type of numbness um because I'm definitely a grandma's boy, and uh as of this month, all four of my grandmothers are no longer here. um and it's you know we. Even looking at our parents, we don't realize they're aging until something like this happens because our first impression of them is what we have of them. And to watch my grandmother kind of slip into Alzheimer's um, in the last couple of years and then watching that get worse because of the pandemic, um, people don't realize people with Alzheimer's its a very unpredictable condition. Um, but having people around you can make it better because you're constantly talking to them and reminding them and that's helping them to kind of hold on to um, their memory and the memory uh, portion of their brain is deteriorating. Uh, I know I said that wrong, but um, I don't care. Uh, (laughs) But that was the hardest part of all of this, um, knowing that she's not struggling anymore uh, or she's not you know, getting upset when she can't remember stuff the way she used to. Um, Her being kind of one of the strongest people I know, all my grandmothers were, it was weird, but all of them had a strength that was undeniable. Um, And this grandmother, this was my father's mother, um, having buried four of her children, a husband, grandchildren, Um, And never, I've never seen my grandmother cry. Not one time. Um, And I'm not saying she was superwoman, but she was that image for me. Um, Many of the women in my family are, but specifically her. Um, Never shed a tear. Um, And part of who I've become uh, is due largely in part to that strength. Um, I do pets because my grandmother always loved pets. And that's something that I wanted to um, bring on. And just, you know, if, if you've lost somebody throughout this pandemic, take the time for yourself. Take that time for grieving. And we all grieve in different ways. So don't ridicule somebody because you don't see them doing something or they don't, they don't, you know they don't grieve like you do. For me, grieving means take charge, do everything that's necessary to be done. I was serving people at the repast and making sure I'm the tissue guy. Like I make sure everybody got tissues. And that's just how I, I like to keep busy In moments like that. So grieve how you grieve, but definitely take time. And building a business, being in another phase of my business, I was really hesitant about um, taking time off um, and I just had to, you know, I've never not did a show back to back, uh, and I took those two weeks for myself, and I really gave myself the space, and I made space for me, um, and not just in grieving, but just to get everything in order and not feel like something's in my face, um, uh, but definitely, you know, taking the time, and, and one of the The things that really helped me get through it was two years ago, I did the last play that I directed two years ago. I was able to honor her on her 81st birthday. And she was uh, 84 when she passed away. Um, And we shared so much. Her birthday is just uh, six days after mine. So that's going to be a tough moment for me as well. But um, just knowing that I gave her her flowers while she was here, gave me so much calm, um, and just, because I was a mess with my other grandmothers, because sometimes you don't feel like you've done all that you could do, Um, and it was really, this pandemic really showed me how um, resilient we could be, but also how family is supposed to be. I think most of us was forced to be together more than we ever were before, and have the need, that urge, that need to be together more than we um, could. But just you know, giving roses while we still can, give people their roses while they're upright and can smell them. You know, is is a model that my um, paternal grandmother always told me. But just giving people that that encouragement now. Don't wait. I, one of the things that bothers me the most is when people uh, share pictures of somebody, they, that passed away and you never saw that person on that timeline any other time. It's, it's, it's almost like we take pictures and save them for those moments. And it's a, it's an ugly thing that we do. And it's, you know, I understand it, you know, it's our way of connecting, but I want to see that when, when we not right. Not just on throwback Thursdays, but I want to see it every day, you know, uh, I hate to see a celebrity that we let fall by the wayside as soon as they die. Everybody sharing a picture of them that they got when they got to meet that person, but that person needed that love and encouragement then. Not they—they can't—it does nothing for them. Nothing. It has no, you know, bearing on them because they're no longer part of this world anymore. But uh, yeah, so it's (laughs) been—I know it's, it's weird, but. I have to be honest, they not. They have transitioned on to a much better place than we're in right now. But, um, yeah, so that's been my September, just working. Um, I've been uh, stage managing a play and doing some work with a couple other artists and just building up myself creatively. And I'm just really excited. Hey, Tamika. Uh, Tamika says, it's no time frame for grieving or oh, oh I'm sorry, you did share that. <laughs> sorry, my bad. Uh Tamika says it's no time frame on grieving or no right or wrong way. Just take the mask off, please. Oh me, oh man. And that's it's morning It's 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 Marnie. I
1: thought you saw it when you last, so I was like, okay, maybe he'll
0: take no, it. No, I didn't. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But
1: I guess not.
0: Uh-uh. But um yeah, so it's it really is um It's a blessing to have somebody for 84 years. It's a blessing to um, be a namesake of someone. And, you know, just reach out to those family members you have now. Reach out to them. um, And I know sometimes it's hard and it's difficult and things may have happened, but don't wait until somebody die and be filled with so much grief and turmoil. But this show is not about grieving. I just wanted to give an extra shout out to my grandmother all month long, um, and but today we're going to talk about putting that passion to work. Uh, we have a lovely young lady, Miss. Uh, I'm gonna let her introduce herself. Uh, uh, Shamise Nadia, if I yeah. said it right. Okay. It's yeah, Miss Shamise uh, <laughs> joining us now, uh, and I met her at an awesome establishment next Mm -hmm. phase down on lexington street i have not already i think they're starting to open their doors back up but i know Mm -hmm. they're doing um deliveries uh and pickups but go support them it's a great uh black owned business um the food is great amazing (laughs) that uh that pasta that (laughs) pasta yeah (laughs) i remember that uh i'm glad i'm no longer in the building where that place is anymore because uh yeah, I ate a lot of pasta uh, in the duration uh, that we were in that same building. Uh, but uh, but yes, yeah, go patronize them and and support them. Uh, but today we're going to talk a little bit about just that passion turn, being turned into a business. Uh, Shamit is a uh, entrepreneur, many hats, uh, as many of us <laughs> people of color have had to be. We do so much, but so little, and we have so this so many talents and gifts. We also have beside me. You want to introduce yourself? Hi guys,
1: my name is Crystal.
0: She got all Smithy class today too. Uh, <laughs> she got some um, some Style Lounge uh, gear on. Style Lounge shirt. Okay. Little
1: necklace, little earrings. All right. Know. Is that oh, one, bro? Like
0: more, oh, she got her more shirt on style lounge boutique 1734 oh, Avenue. Come on by, uh, shameless plug. But you will see it up there, you know. uh, Miss Tamika. And uh, then come get some jewelry, you know, yes. after you get y'all to get your jewelry to match it from that shop with jewelry. Uh, but I'm um, seeing I'm putting that fashion to work. You got me. That, that's in, so. uh, the uh but there are oh, this.
2: That's
0: yours. Uh-huh. That's, I gotta come to Maryland Avenue for that. The South lounge. It's on loan. Okay. On loan.
2: Okay. On loan. <laughs> the style, style
0: oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Like, I okay. want my I want my uh I want my uh my fee. I'm gonna I'm going send you my bill. Uh, <laughs> this uh, product placement. Yes. But um, I'm 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 really excited today. One because we finally got to meet each other uh, outside of the uh, eatery (laughs) uh, because they paid for advertising. Right. Uh, But (laughs) but, uh, and and then recently uh, she's reached out to me and just we have to keep in touch with each other, not for the sake of just making money, but keeping in touch with each other because. It's a small world one, Mm -hmm. but this entrepreneur game ain't for the weak hardest, and it's very difficult when you don't have the support that you need. And I'm really excited about partnering with individuals and working with individuals and just being Mm -hmm. a part of this whole system of just helping people win. And don't Mm -hmm. just help people because it gives you an opportunity because you're going to get that blessing back regardless. But help people because you, like, be helped. Like, we know what it feels like to do things alone, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, And I'm a god man, so God is by me when nobody else is. But yet and still, we know what it feels like to, I know, as an actor, to look out in an audience and don't see any Mm -hmm. face that you know. Mm -hmm. Realizing it's stranger's you, more than your own... Blood and kin and family and loved ones. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is some bullshit. That's how deep it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, just just understanding what that support system is. And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean I have to come to your shop, which I do want you to come to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't mean buying something from you. It doesn't necessarily, you know, always having to be there or buy the ticket. Mm-hmm. But sometimes just share something else. Share or like or come by. Having an event, you don't have to yeah. purchase anything, yeah. but you being there sometimes matters the most because yeah. if you're looking out and all your customers or all your audiences are unknown faces, you don't really that comfort level. Yeah. You have to then create that versus mm-hmm. you just naturally having it because you have loved ones to support you. And I realized um, throughout this pandemic, I spent a lot of money trying to support other people. And I'm not going to say I'm not doing it anymore, but I'm gonna be very right selective uh, yeah. because people like to been. take, take, take take, 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 and they don't know mm-hmm. how to receive that. Yeah, that's it. And when it comes to our passion, we have to be in a space of give and take. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's about support. If we all, if everybody supported the person to the left and to the right of them, we would all be good. We will all yeah. be good. And it's, yeah. it takes very little to just give encouragement. You Know when mm-hmm. I can't come to something or I can't at this time or I can't come to that opening or support, I'll send encouragement, and that mm-hmm. may not matter most of them in that moment, but yeah, it's another thing that they have to go into whatever they're about to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so just follow your passion and support other people in the journey. Uh, mm-hmm. don't forget to give us a call at 443 642. 9403 we want to hear from you what's your passion tell us about your business call in and, and rep your business today uh we have a phone call hello caller um Thank hello you for tuning how are to you guys
3: see. hey i just wanted to Who's call in. i'm kind of pick, um um me gonna oh, this is me
0: gonna call from the style lounge I mean, <laughs> yeah I mean,
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen. I want to tell you, number one, Dollars Exchange um, is one of my favorite podcast shows. Watch, um, mm-hmm. um, and I wanted to say I wanted to piggyback off of what you were just talking about with the support from um, mm-hmm. you know your loved ones, your family, and your friends. You know, it it really is hurtful when people that you care about you know, when you support, don't support you. But I think a part of it also makes you go harder and just go stronger. You know what Ooh. I mean? To just kind of um, elevate in your craft um, because it's like, okay, if you're not supporting me, then I'm going to go harder because the strangers will support faster than the mm. people that we expect to support. So... You know, for me, I think it's a thing to wear, though, like, let me compete with myself. Let me, you know, be better than I was yesterday. You know what I mean? With or without the support. And the thing is, people act like they don't see you, but they're watching. They see you. Yeah. They're watching. see you. I see you.
1: I see you. (laughs) Yes, I see you. <laughs> if I could just chime in about support mm-hmm. when you live in a city like Baltimore people want to support the who's who they want to yep. support who's already out who's popular, mm-hmm. who got it popping, who got this and who got that people don't want to support the people coming up right. and then the, the, the thing about the people popping, they act like they wasn't in your position at one point right. they act like exactly. they wasn't in your oh I can't reach that and give some the people who were like me. Mm-hmm. oh no I got to get some out of school
3: so now I'm in the in crowd I got to be in the in crowd with everybody else I got to support my in crowd no it ain't it's nothing to reach back and just support somebody yeah else. yeah yep, that's it right I hope nothing. everybody I hope you can come out this weekend Re-host to get fascinated to on tomorrow at one o'clock yeah let's, let's get fascinated tomorrow with love for moms and um, blue. Um, that's it I'll meet um, in and I'm leaving the phone and I'm out um, <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: get fascinated
3: yes let's get fascinated i love you guys you're doing a great job all right Nene, crystal y'all have a good one i'm watching the rest of the podcast (laughs) thank you
0: okay no problem i want to introduce our guest right now so she can give a little bit of information on who she is and what all that she does so without further ado miss hey y'all
2: hey um, like you said, I'm Shimia hey. Jacob or Lady Jacob, uh poet, writer, life coach, or wellness coach. Um I just want to see everybody win. I started with poetry, uh spoken word, and then I started hosting events. That's mm-hmm. actually where I met Nate. I was hosting um Spotlight, which was an open mic. So and it was mm-hmm. crazy because that night was so dry. I don't know if you remember. That night was crazy dry. But I try to keep this fun anyway.
0: Yes, I um, will, man. It was. it was
2: good. It was eating. It was eating. Yeah, yeah. But I was used to a little more energy. But um, I'm glad that I did stop you. And we did exchange information. And then I learned what you did, because I didn't know about the artist exchange. And I recall seeing you not too long before I actually started watching artist exchange. I remember seeing you at uh, Grace, was doing Poets for Dinner virtual. And you were in there and oh, you had a whole lot of good stuff to say. And yes. I was just like, I like for that. Sunday,
0: uh, I go Sunday. Mm hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. It's it really a, um. that's a that's one of my favorite poetry places in the city, actually. A mm-hmm. Poets for Dinner, she mm-hmm. sees people. And and then you get to see some poetry
2: at the same time. Okay. My
0: yeah, it's a win-win. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> just look them up on um Instagram, Facebook,
2: Poets for Dinner. Mm-hmm. Last Sunday of every month. <laughs> right, yeah, And so here I am. still writing occasionally. I'm working on my second book. Um second and third. So I think I'm gonna do another mm-hmm. poet or another book of poetry. Um, but the second book was not. Poetry related. It's so wellness book, um, with some poetry in it, but it wasn't all poetry like the first book. The first book I, I had is called Holiday. Mm-hmm. It is on Amazon. Um, I've heard great reviews about it. I'm not saying that because it's my book, just saying what people had told me. But um
0: <laughs> What do you the like point that I would want to look. I don't
2: think it's good. I don't want to read it. I think it's awesome. <laughs> um, I think I'm a great storyteller and poet and stuff. I've been doing it long enough. I, I should be good at it. But because um, <laughs> I've been doing it since I was I've been writing since I was 12. I started doing spoken word That been used when I was 16. Um and mm-hmm. that scene changed a lot. So I don't you won't really see me anymore. It changed so much. Um, and it, it, but I don't know if it's because I went away, it felt like it changed overnight. So I went away to Arizona for
0: like six months. Uh, I it, was, it was a quick change. It, it I think crazy. what happened was we got a lot of competition, spoken word events popping up, like a lot of major. So a lot of poets began to do that more, the slams and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. wasn't as popular anymore. And then a yeah. lot of venues started closing down. And what happened was people who were not artists began to do those things. Mm-hmm. And it took away from the five seasons and stuff like mm-hmm. that that were major staples in the city. So it really it felt like it was overnight, but it kind of did it over the course of a couple of years.
2: Yeah, it was it was crazy for me because it was like when I left for Arizona the open mic still had that cliche, I guess you could say, love Jones vibe. It was all love. It was all family. <laughs> and then I came back, and it was like walking into a mm-hmm. scene from a mile. And I was just like, this is not what I do. Like, I don't – it was just uncomfortable. And then it, it was like the scene got clickish. If you weren't everybody's favorite, you were nobody's favorite. hmm wow. Yeah. I get, that's how it is, though, unfortunately. It's, yeah. It's yeah. a certain. It's,
0: it's a different kind of
2: version. To. Yeah, if you're not everybody's uh, favorite, you're nobody's favorite. And don't get me wrong, because it's some beef. That's why I
0: support. It's one of the reasons why I support Grace with poets for dinner so much because she never makes uh, any of the poets. Everybody has an equal shot. It's not like when yeah. your best friend come in, they get put on yeah. in front of the person that's been there. Yeah. to' open. So uh, shout out to Grace for yeah. keeping it going the way it's supposed to be. going. Yeah, and I remember
2: when so a little, little, Too much better. I was like, no, I, didn't, I didn't think I take all it was the notes. Take all the <laughs> notes. Yes, but um, and then I've been kind of, for all intents and purposes, uh, wellness coaching all my life. I just started taking it serious. I guess over the last few years,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: it was just like, how do I get into this? And it because it, it's a business. And you do want to get paid for it, but I don't do it for the money. I literally just want to see everybody win as their best self because I do believe that we all have it in us. So just trying to grow that business now and hoping for the best. I mean, I think it's going to, everything is going to go great. I know what I offer and I know where it comes from because what I do is coming from a very loving place. So I believe that the blessing is going to come in that because I, I love I love, love, love helping people in any way I can. If that's my passion. So I know that that's where my yeah. abundance is going to come from.
0: And and one of the reasons, so once once um, you decided to come on the show, my, the topic, I actually changed it because one of those things that we as artists sometimes do is give ourselves away and then, mm-hmm. especially the ones of us who went to school and kind of crafted our talents and kind of um, really solidified those gifts and talents. Mm-hmm. And if if y'all remember, a couple of weeks ago we did a show. I think I think that was last week. Uh, we did a show where we talked about the difference between gifts and talents. Those mm-hmm. things that you should monetize and the things that you should not. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody, just because you have passion for something. It doesn't mean that that's something you should be selling yep. or monetizing. And you have to really decide whether that's a gift or a talent. And gifts mm-hmm. are often things that we're supposed to be, that we've been given, that we're yep. supposed to give out to other people. And there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with making money from your gifts, but the, the complication comes when you're pushing that. And you yeah. haven't really sharpened that tool and right. you haven't yeah. prepared yourself to be a yeah. business. Artists. Some people are naturally good at writing, speaking, talking, acting, dancing, mm-hmm. all of those things. Mm-hmm. But if you if you have not put in the work to really solidify those gifts and talents, and I don't think everybody needs to go to a university or or school to mm-hmm. to to learn those crafts. But it's a great place for people who have a different learning. You mm-hmm. know, I think everybody should try because I see a lot. The problem you have with the poetry scene is a lot of people saw it working for somebody else, and they mm-hmm. be right, and they thought it was gonna work for them. But
1: they don't know the hard mm-hmm. work that the person put in and the, the obstacles they had to overcome
0: it. But um, people don't care about but that. People no. don't care
1: about that. They don't see the behind the scenes. They see right. what's going on when you hit action.
0: They don't yeah. see what
1: happens behind closed doors. They don't see the late night where you're it.
0: up trying to wreck your brain to yeah. get things together and yeah. put it together. They want you to just tell them yeah. how you got there. Yeah. And really just do it for them and then yep. give the money to them. That's that's yep. what they're looking for. But that yep. whole thing about putting your passion to work, there's a process in, in making a it business is. out of your creativity. It specifically, is. And it's a creative. long
2: process. And it's really learning it's a long process. A long process.
0: Right. So in terms of you working with other artists, because you curate events, you uh event plan and creative events. Um, mm-hmm. And you do like coaching. So what are some of the things that you tell people to to uh, do or the preparation that, that you give to people or support people in the getting uh, before they're ready to go to another, to another step? I'm sorry. The
2: first thing I it, always like to uh, assure people of and, and really put in people's minds is that others are only going to take you as serious as you take yourself. That's that's Mm -hmm. one thing. You cannot go into anything with doubt. And no matter how good you are at something, it does not mean that you have to not work at it. Like, I don't think the greats stop practicing what they're great at at any point. And then the ones I think, the ones who did, did not have great success once they got to whatever their top was. So um, Mm -hmm. just doing things like, you know, I have a little cousin who who raps. And I'm all about supporting the youth. But listen, it doesn't matter how good you rap. You got to rub elbows. You got to establish yourself as an artist. Other people have to know that you're an artist. You can't just jump out there and expect that people jump on board because you say, hey, I rap. You got to work for this. And so like for in cases like his, let me give you the tools. Here's what's going on. Because you also, I think, you got to be very mindful of what's going on. And you have, like, we live in this social media world right now. So I'm like, okay, you got a little audience, you got a little following, you need to give them something. What are you giving them? Because you can't just drop stuff on SoundCloud. Everybody don't have SoundCloud. You can't just, what you're what you giving them? Let's get you a showcase. Let's, let's see if the people come out. Put up some covers over some, with the beat stuff hot right now. So, you know, just those little, little tidbits, but you got to work for it. You can't just post and expect that it's going to happen you can't because I've rubbed elbows with a lot of great people um that doesn't necessarily mean that the moment I decided to take my wellness coaching or life coaching seriously they were going to say hey I noticed this this woman who is a really great coach no I gotta do some (laughs) workshops I got I gotta show up some places and I gotta prove myself and I feel like I think a lot of people think that once they're good they gotta keep proving themselves They don't have to keep proving themselves. But people are only going to take you as serious as you take yourself. And that means doing the work. People got to
0: see you doing the work. I'm not going to say I don't agree with you. But, and that's where that support element comes in. Because we have a lot of people who are not, did not study the craft, are not Mm -hmm. a part of the craft, Mm -hmm. don't have much respect for the craft. And you're nothing but entertainment to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what, one of the things that I, I have an issue with, with that idea of proving myself, is you are looking at somebody you want to be. And because you can't obtain them in this moment, you're going to go to what you was accessible to you. So mm-hmm. what you're trying to do is make me that person. -hmm. So I gotta keep jumping through these hoops. I gotta Mm keep that's why I I don't have a problem with a non-creative running or producing creative Mm -hmm. works. But Mm -hmm. I need you to do the work that it takes for you to learn that craft, to learn that business, to learn Mm -hmm. that environment. Because then you're doing things like making people jump through hoops or being a gatekeeper. Yeah. And you haven't even been a part of. The makers, you don't know the work that it's this person a has put into their career. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of other things. So later on, I'm going to bring up some of the other things that, um, that I see as an issue. But mm-hmm. in terms of you looking at this arts world right now, what are some of the things that you think you can fix or improve upon?
2: I want to see
0: more less known
2: faces have their 15 minutes. That's what I want to see. Because I am personally mm. sick of seeing right. the same right. faces and hearing the same names when I do decide to tune in. Because I understand the the constant, mm. it, it got repetitive. And I was just like, oh, him again. Oh, her again. So um, as a matter of fact, when I released mm-hmm. my first book, Holiday, I decided to, because of the work that I had to put into self-publishing that book, Um. Thank God I already mm-hmm. had a, a following, but the work that went into it, I was like, I want to help the next person be able to do this. So I came up with the RVA project, which is recognize, visualize, actualize. What is it that you want to do creative wise? Let's develop this plan to get it done. Um, you're going to work for it. And then in turn, you're going pass to the, pass the baton. So um, I want to see new faces. I, that's why I loved doing Spotlight. My best friend came to me. He was like, Me, I got this idea for this show that I want to do. And I just want to bring artists in and have them perform live. And I was like, I love it. Because just in doing Spotlight with him for, I think we did it for about a year. I met a lot of new artists. People who could really sing. But who would know if we keep putting the same ones in rotations. And keep throwing the same ones in everybody's faces. So,
0: it was just like. Is it so in terms of, so how do you think we can alleviate that in in terms of a community of artists? How can we uh, not necessarily eliminate the star system, but eliminate Mm -hmm. this gatekeeper type of mentality where we're creating cliques and keeping Mm -hmm. people out of it?
2: think the only way to do it honestly is to keep building outside of it and around it with uh with venues or open mics like poets for dinner with yeah I think you know every time we develop something like that and enjoying mm-hmm. enough support, we keep giving these newbies um a chance to shine and eventually we built a whole a whole community outside of to everybody's face, but I think mm-hmm, even that has mm-hmm. to be, it has to be a collective effort. You know, it can't be Grace alone. It can't be uh, Tori alone. It can't be Nate alone. It has to be, uh, that's where that support has to come in. Like I see you, right. see me, seeing you and let's keep, let's keep doing this.
0: It, it is, it is heartbreaking. Um, seeing people move here and get hurt that same way is hard when I see people leave here because they've been hurt that way. Uh, and I just, a part of me, and I, I have a, a, a brother circle that I, uh, I am a part of. It's four of us. And these are some of the type of conversations that we have, because for me, I've had different experiences in this art world than they have. And mm-hmm. I felt that push and pull mm-hmm. of being popular and being the person that everybody mm-hmm. likes on their team, but they don't really support in return. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people get hurt and decide to leave here because of the lack of support. And mm-hmm. uh, as Bishop just said, uh, that whole thing of waiting for somebody succeeds before you jump on mm-hmm. a train. Yeah. I'm afraid of jumping on a moving train. I'm afraid I want to I want to capture people when I see them growing, and yes. not because they're going to take yes. me with them. But, I need to see the conductor
1: of the track. Right, exactly. <laughs> I
0: want to. I, I, I love <laughs> no, <in> there. <that's-> <laughs> yes. Zero, when you're building with the person, and and mm-hmm. and the person knows who. Versus trying to, you know, booking booking guests on my show used mm-hmm. to be tremendously hard because mm-hmm. I went after the people who. Were the mm. the most successful, mm. the most, and it what what I noticed is those people don't have time nope. for you. Okay. time. They, don't, they it's, don't. It's not that my guests now aren't successful. They right they because many time. times, and I I have a few friends that I have a few friends that are in like the NBA or they reach a certain level or starting them in the Hollywood and they really don't reach back because when they were on this level. Mm -hmm. nobody supported them. Yeah. So they gravitated towards other cultures of people who supported them, or they gravitated towards communities of people who supported them. And often that community did not look like us, and often that community was not in their community. And it's, you know, I'm I'm trying to figure out from people who, who organize the way you do how we can fix this problem and kind of break down that those and I all I call them are gatekeepers. Yeah.
1: But the thing I have that's with that that's kind what of support is, mm-hmm. is it really support, or well, are mm-hmm. you or are you riding the wave of my success it's, right it's now? It's
0: definitely riding the wave. It's, it's no way you could have supported wave. me when I was going, no but now I'm
1: going. Yeah. You going to ride my wave?
0: hmm
1: That's that's really what it is.
0: Because once the new face
1: comes in, they're going to be on that person's train.
0: Right. I'm watching all this stuff on online about Nicki Minaj and. hmm Mm-hmm. And, and what she's feeling right now is the same thing that little Kim felt. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what you're feeling right now. Absolutely. And and now you understand what disrespect looks like. Yeah. Now you yeah. understand what that feeling is like. Because yeah. I I would rather my faithful five followers yeah. Yeah. versus those five thousand fair weather. Yeah. I, I can't do it anymore. I I I I market to those people who will support me. I'm no longer about so spending much, so my much time about trying to convince, going to every, trying to show my face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. So
2: much about So as like, a, like, as a tear-brainer for the
0: arts. Mm-hmm. Look who I know. Yeah. Look
1: who yeah.
2: I know. Yeah. yeah. Look how, because I mean, because I mean, let's face it, and let's be honest, if you're standing next to somebody who's shining, you shine too. And I, I think I mostly hate to the say that I could be shining and you didn't have to do no work to shine yes. because I'm standing next to you. We both look good. I don't like that. Right. I don't.
0: But see, that the was the old hard. way. That was the old way though. That was the old way. Now I want to shine and I want your shine.
1: And I want your shine. Yep.
0: So that's where oh, we are yeah. now with it. And that's the part that scares me. Because often that person has not done that is required for them mm-hmm. to even shimmer. Let like alone shine. <laughs> it is like,
1: something positive in that moment. And right. the person mm-hmm. caught on to it right. and now they're just hyping them up. Yeah, They ain't even that good. I'm just going to hype you up because you know me and I'm great and somebody going to follow me so they're going to follow
0: me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I think we really need to get a grasp of what is important to us and just mm-hmm. figure out what what the passion was. Remind mm-hmm. ourselves of that Eagerness and that hunger yeah. and that drive we used to have. Many of us get yeah. comfortable. That's why we have yeah. so many local celebrities because people get comfortable mm-hmm. with just with just the status quo, and yeah. and it's uncomfortable to me to be comfortable. When I feel uncomfortable, I got to get up and do something. Yeah, I feel, I feel like yeah. oh no, you sitting in this too long. And then I think the problem I have a local
1: celebrity status is that. They know they will never be bigger outside of here because people are on the wave of who's here, who's Damn. popping right here. Because mm-hmm. you know if you go outside of Baltimore, they're gonna look at you Ain't like you feeling, know well, just- you. You can't take that yep. same Sally to Hollywood. You can't take that yep. same man Sally somewhere where it's really celebrity status. Because mm-hmm. they're gonna look at you like you're who? You're you're nobody. Yeah. But right. here we're gonna, oh I know how he popping in my city. That's your mm-hmm. city. Can he go yep. to Chicago will be popping. Can he go to Miami? Can he go to Atlanta? Can he go anywhere in Houston, mm-hmm. anywhere to be that same status? No, that's why a lot of people who go outside of this city take people from this city with them so they can help boost up their ego. Mm-hmm. To me, yeah. So,
2: it, and it I always wonder about are... the
1: end
3: game?
2: Like, what is the end? What is the <laughs> ultimate goal? Because for me, I love everything art. So, if I have a dancer who right. comes to me and has not figured out a way to um, develop a platform, I want what what is your what why mm-hmm. is this important to you? Because I can't just stand behind and support just anything. you know you can't want to do spoken right. word just because you think you sound good because I love poetry. I love the art of spoken Mm. word. So what is your, I need to know what your end game Mm. is or I can't stand behind that. I cannot. That matters like a lot to me.
0: And it's, and and not taken away because there are people who just love doing it Mm. and they have a great career during the day and they just love doing it. And I'm, and, and this, any of it, none of this is to them, but a lot mm. of it I'm finding um because I love working with a novice. I love working with someone, mm. especially as a director mm. or as a teacher. I love working with someone who had no prior knowledge, and mm. now you're giving them information and they're taking mm. it and running with it. I've I've seen so many non-actors become mm-hmm. great actors mm-hmm. because they were willing to listen and learn and grow and mature whereas though you have somebody who has studied this owed tons of money mm-hmm. to sally mm-hmm. made and can't take mm-hmm. a note mm-hmm. can't okay. take criticism and yeah, right. you know just right so it's learning how to be an artist is half mm-hmm. the battle you know mm-hmm. and i'm learning the the business side of it so my question to you my next question to you is what what about the business have you learned in the last couple years and doing this
2: um that nine times out of ten people won't play fair and if they if if you challenge mm-hmm. people they will find some in their own way way to do what they think is mm-hmm. above you and it's just like have fun and then that's nice, but um, for as long as I've been doing spoken word, I've had people not want to pay me what I know I'm worth. And I tell myself it's because they don't know what goes into doing a feature. For me, anyway, because I have so many other things on my plate, i got to memorize these songs so that you get the effectiveness when I'm on your stage or in your space. i got to travel to you. It's work. So... Don't come at me because I think, especially with poets, um, they don't take us serious. They expect that we want to just show. Well, up and I'm, gonna tell, you, I'm gonna tell you
0: something. People, people pretend not to see your work and they know your work. They're just hoping that you don't. But oh, see, because often yeah, like many line. of those same people that you're speaking about are artists themselves. Many mm-hmm. of the people that you're speaking about are artists themselves. Who know the vibe, the but they just the hoping and praying that you're one of those eager, hungry people that's willing to settle for less or a portion yeah. of their worth. And so I think that's the that and is for most... profit.
2: And so that's what I'm saying. Going back to you know dealing with artists who who with a specific end game, I just need to know that you love the crack mm-hmm. and that you want to do this because. You love doing it. That I can stand behind because I get it. And when it's mm-hmm. done with passion mm-hmm. and with heart, it's beautiful and the world will eventually see you. That doesn't have to be the goal. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. want to do it just because you're passionate about it, 100% I'm behind you. But you can't be like, oh, I want to do this because I want to mm-hmm. make millions. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I don't think that that always works out well when there's that. When that's your end game. When that's your reason when that's your purpose because I'm a spiritual person. I move spiritually, even with taking clients, I always say, let's see if we're a good fit, you know, cause we may not be a good fit. I'm, I may not be the coach you want to go with. You might not like my coaching strategies and my techniques. You may not like my, my attitude or demeanor. <laughs> um, cause I'm a straight shooter. So, mm-hmm. you know, you might need to be coddled a little bit. I'm not your girl. I don't coddle. I want you to get this. So it's like you know, yeah, I can stand behind passion all day long. But when you come, you come into mm-hmm. business, business and art. I don't feel like enough people care about the passion. Right. They want the next big thing. They want the most.
0: And that's the unfortunate thing. part. Right. That's the that's the unfortunate part because there's so many people out here, and I think even the people who are going about it the wrong way, they want this. It's just that we've chosen a different space,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a different avenue, even as the audience or the consumer, we've mm-hmm. all chose what is shiny over there versus yeah. Yeah. the quality and the people that are in our reach. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying I can't love Patty no more or I can't, it's, I'm not saying it that way, not not just to support locally. but. We have to learn how to have compassion. I had a really great conversation with Mm -hmm. a gentleman. Um, uh, Y'all, y'all listening may know him, Black Root, uh, Mr. Jamal Collier, uh, Mm -hmm. this morning. And it was based off of just a thread that we were both commenting on. And we actually had a great conversation. Mm -hmm. It wasn't an argument. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, we know each other, we've been in a group together, but it was more so, most times, those types of things get ugly. And it, and it wasn't because him or I are not that him, neither or am I uh, that type of person. And, and what I need, but i realized, even in having that conversation, it's possible for us to love on each other. Yeah, it's possible yeah. for us to have a relationship with each other where I can express my feelings, I can mm-hmm. express my thoughts, and then not end in an argument. Yeah, they shouldn't. Because what you're telling me is well, respect what I feel. Not yeah. even that you don't agree with it, but you don't respect it. Yeah, you don't respect that yeah. I have a feeling or a yeah. thought that's different than yours. Yeah. Some people
1: want you to go
0: with their yeah. there. Right, right. And I and how does this all make sense when we're we speaking about passion? Because it's give and take.
1: Yeah.
0: You you're not always gonna be on the stage. And I, I think I learned this differently because I'm a theater actor. Mm-hmm. And as a theater actor, you learn you could be the janitor one day, the stage manager the next day, the <laughs> actor, the star, the director. You you have to really learn all what you're supposed to. There's many people yeah. just learn what they want to do, and they don't really yeah. learn the stuff that's around them, and that's a big yeah. issue as well. But because I came up in black theater and community mm-hmm. theater and and educational theater, I had to learn how to play every role. Every role. So I may not be the star this time. And that's okay because now I'm going to support my friend that is out front this time. And when I'm the star, I can sit in the feeling that people are going to support me in this Mm -hmm. this new space and this new effort. And Mm -hmm. you respect everybody the same way. But many of us are are learning to be business owners. Prime Mm -hmm. example, throughout this pandemic, many people had the money and the time and the access to be able to get the things that they wanted and they did not learn what it is yeah. that they wanted to do. Many yep. of them, some of them did, but many of them did not. And therefore, yeah. they they dropping the ball. I've I've been listening to a few restaurants be dragged through the mud oh my. because in the last couple of days, because somebody found something in their food. I mean, you didn't do the proper steps exactly. to learning your your task. Mm-hmm.
2: You probably paid for that
0: serve safe certificate if you got one, and you did not do the proper steps that you needed to yeah. take. Because you just wanted to say, I own this. Yeah. Be careful jumping into things, calling it your passion, yep. if you ain't really passionate yep. about it. If you're passionate yeah. about money, say that. It's not yeah. going to be good for yeah. you Money and no Say heart.
1: that. Yeah. Say
2: that.
0: That's yeah. Yeah,
1: really what it's about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So we're going to take I'm a quick commercial break.
0: We'll be right back. Uh, we're going <laughs> to take a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on for the artist Radio Show only on com, And I think he said a restaurant break. Be right back. Mm-hmm. Are we... Oh, he's not back yet. So, okay. So <laughs> we're going to keep talking then. Um, so the next question that I have for you in terms of how you develop your business. So if you're if you're writing over here, if you are curating events, if you are... Um, life coaching over here, how do you separate those things and keep that balance more without trying to do everything at one time?
2: Writing is like the love of my life. Words are, and in the power they hold when they come together, especially when, like I said, it's coming from a spiritual place. The way that I write, my process, um, it's not really ever intentional. I think the most intentional thing I've ever done uh-huh. with my writing was back in the day when I did uh, I did two spoken word albums and then the book. But writing, I could be waking up, you know, three o'clock in the morning out of my sleep because a line comes to me, and I'm like, I gotta write this down before I forget. Um, and that mm-hmm. that one line might sit for six months before it's the actual poem, and then that poem might sit for two years before anybody ever hears it. So, uh writing is, I don't know, that just happens. Um, I've had to be a little more intentional with this upcoming book because it's not spoken word. And I want to make sure I, one, um, I'm not misleading anybody because it is a wellness book. And um, because it is kind of personal or coming from a personal place, I want to make sure that I'm not projecting and misleading people with it. So it's a little more tedious than I'm used to. So with that, I literally I love my friends and my family. I have to be very, very, very careful with it. So it's like, all right, y'all. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'ma write between this time and this time. I don't care if it's one word, but y'all hold me accountable so that I don't get distracted. Um, right. And then when it comes to curating events, I get the idea. I start doing my research. What's the best venue to hold this? Why? What, what's the outcome that we want? How do we go about getting this outcome? Who do we need for to make this vision come to life? Who do we need to reach out to? And so once I've done all of the research that I, I feel is enough, then I start you know reaching out to the contacts and seeing what we can do. And a lot of times you got to tweak stuff or hope that people come through like they say they're going to. And, and nine times out of ten, just because life happens, not everybody is dependable, but you learn to just, Work with what you have when you have to, and then with the coaching, I don't know. I've kind of been blessed enough that I don't have to search for clients i don't I know a lot of people who know people, and I get you know a lot of references or um just in conversation, you know, just having conversations. people are like, "Oh, you're wise, or I love that perspective. They might come back to me and say, "Hey, I need you." And it's just like, okay, let's let's see if this works. So it just kind of happens. But um I think the easiest, the easiest hat to wear is writer. It is until I have to do something specific <laughs> with my work.
0: then it, it becomes work. Because I'm then always interested in how people people do multiple things that don't really collate with each other, how do they itemize them? How do they make time for them? Because mm-hmm. many times, uh, especially new entrepreneurs and, and I know some older entrepreneurs with the same issue. Um, mm-hmm. it it becomes an issue because they try to do everything at one time yeah. versus making time for things. And even for me, I'm I'm learning now, even today, up until today, saying no to things. Mm-hmm. Uh Setting mm. clear, concise boundaries, boundaries that you yeah. communicate absolutely, and, and learning how to, you know, balance things out. Is yeah. balance is never going to be one hundred percent because there's no such thing as perfection. Mm-hmm. But just learning how to uh, get as close as possible to that without running yourself ragged Ooh. or doing too much, you know, yeah. and not just learning how to say no. That that is. And, I would say that's been one of my most valuable lessons, but I'm still learning to say no. It's still an ongoing thing that you have to continue to sharpen that tool. Some people know how to do it without even concern. Uh, but especially if you're an entrepreneur, sometimes you have to weigh, is this an opportunity that I need or one that I want? Is this me helping a friend or is this me just I'm bored? Yeah, And really learning what that maybe yeah. possibly no yes is. Why yeah, you're some, making
2: some years um, back I learned how to say no hard. The, go, ahead, go ahead I'm sorry but so I learned how mm-hmm. to say uh you know give a hard no some years ago but and that was for my own sanity because I was running myself rampant um but now mm-hmm. I am I was I was going crazy because I couldn't say no and I looked up and had all these things in my plate and and it was like how am I gonna get all this done um now my favorite mm-hmm. favorite line is let me look at some stuff and see what I can do and I literally I've never thought I would own a planner I literally gotta go and look at my planner and say okay can I move this can I do this at another time but yeah I've, I've never I I've never I was a free spirit I did whatever I wanted whenever I felt like I wanted to and I don't I don't have that <laughs> and just be okay with, and just be okay with not feeling like doing something okay
0: Understand that, the consequences that, to that, because you may not get another ask at another time. But yeah. if you don't feel like, I would rather you tell me you don't feel like doing it yeah. versus me finding out because you've disappeared from right. the yeah. project. Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm depended on you. That has happened several times. Yeah. I've seen it happen to people, but I would rather take a, a, a hard no in the beginning versus a disappearing act mm-hmm. in the middle or mm-hmm. at the end. So in terms of building the business side of what you're doing, I'm not trying to get in your wallet or anything, (laughs) but how have you learned how to balance that? Because you're doing different things that require different levels of financial awareness and understanding Mm -hmm. and control. So how have you learned how to
2: balance? For a while, I had a nine to five. So...
1: I could.
2: We call them benefits. We call them benefits. For a while, I had that happen, so I could just, you know, I could say no, I could turn down anything. I can, I could. It was just like now, I feel like you're not. You're right. Now you do have to consider: is this an opportunity I need, or no? But also, I know all money ain't good money. So then I gotta tap into that spiritual side and say, mm-hmm. guide me on this mm-hmm. one. If I feel a little shaky about it, it's a no. If anything in my spirit says no, it's a no for me. That that's hands down, it's, it's given. And I'm almost never wrong for saying no when I get the feedback or the So work. I'm gonna go
0: out on a hard no, on a no to this commercial break. We're gonna take yeah. a quick commercial break. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange <laughs> Radio Show only on bxposradio.com. Check out this commercial break. If you want to be a sponsor, we got you. Peace out. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hello. Come on now, Philip. I need you to come in here
2: and help me work this phone. You know I don't know how to work this cell service Come on, I got to get ready, I want to go to Bingo. Who is this? Didn't I just talk to you? All right, I told you. The butler did it. October the 1st, next Friday, 8 o'clock p.m. Get your pajamas, get your family. Come on and watch the movie with us. I didn't you all this information already. I got to get ready to go down to Bingo, down to the Church, and you are holding me up. I don't want to see you no more. And so Friday, 8 o'clock, Facebook, YouTube, watching live with all of us, the Butler Day. All right? Now, let me go get dressed. Let me put my Myrtle lips on. I'll talk to y'all later.
0: and certify over 10,000 students in 10 years. We can renovate over 10,000 houses in 10 years. This is the Inner City Trade School project sponsored by Get With The Program. It's our time and it's our turn. I feel like once we address, once we address the needs of the students, we can ensure that they'll be successful in the program. The, the, The main idea is to know the safety of the program. And
2: Do Black Lives Matter? Yeah. Yes. yes. We're going to show you how much Black Lives Matter because we have a solution to the problem.
0: This school will help change the mindset of our young Black men. And
2: that's what we're trying to bring pride back to our community. substitutes and management mental um,
0: health. So here at the Inner City Trade School, that's what we're uh, trying to build. That's what we're trying to create, an environment for our people to thrive. Thank <music> you.
3: My business on the Exposed Radio. They are um, attached to so many different businesses and great entities here in the city. If you have a business, you definitely want to put your business out there commercial, shout out, anything, and sponsor one of the great shows that's working on the Exposed Radio.
0: Going on, Miss Shamiz. If you can unmute yourself, we're back here on the Artist Exchange Radio show here live only on bigExposedradio.com. I'm your host, Nate. Don't forget if you're looking for a great place to advertise your business, market your next event, um, product, services, book release, whatever it may be, almost within reason, we'll definitely promote your upcoming product, services, businesses. Um, and events. So that's the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Uh, you can email us at the Artist Exchange Radio Show at gmail.com if you're interested in advertising with us. Or you can hit us up at info at the radio.com, And we'll be glad to get back with you at our earliest convenience, which is probably in three seconds because we're all entrepreneurs <laughs> ready for the money. Ready, ready. yeah. Um, and we, uh, I also want to say the Artist Exchange is going through a definite uh, evolution right now. Um, and I spoke about this last week. We have an organization that <laughs> just decided to use my name, um, and we're about to handle that. So um, if you are looking for any uh, business solutions, if you're going through any legal things, any problems, hit us up. We have a couple great people that can help you out. We'll be having them on in the next couple weeks. An organization that really helps artists and entrepreneurs out when they are fighting against big business and just mm. ruthless people who don't care and like to steal, kill, and destroy people's dreams. Mm. Uh, but yeah. the it's devil. True, true, true. Uh, but um again, make sure you have your business in order. And often we jump into business because it's our passion and we don't cross mm. all the T's or dot all the I's yeah. and somebody can scoop right in there and steal your idea because they know you haven't fortified it all the way but and then there are cases where people just don't care they'll just take your name take your product in mm-hmm. guerrilla style and do it even the most established businesses every man theater uh sometimes still but i um I digress, and i'm gonna get back to the guest that you got a couple more minutes and I have a couple more questions. Do you have any questions,
1: twelve girls? I do. I do have a question for you. Um, okay. I don't know if you asked, asked the question early, but <laughs> when it comes to giving back and reaching back and supporting others, what? How do you do that? What do you do to reach out to support the people who are not as? How can I, say, I want to say exposed, but Establish. not as established as Establish. someone else you might have done. but How do you give back to the um, artist community or whatever you
2: guys are. I am big on plugging people. I will plug the hell out of somebody that I don't think, or any, if I come across, I'm so serious, if I come across an opportunity that I can't take or that I don't have time to take but I know somebody who is, Mm -hmm. I don't care who else knows this person. I'm like, you know what? I got somebody for you. I I always got somebody for something. Even if I know that the person is not as experienced, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they experienced enough to be teach. We can all be taught. The person who knows everything could be taught something new. So if you have a play, and I know a person mm-hmm. who I think should be an actor, actress or actor, I'm going to pass that opportunity on to them. And and, and even mm-hmm. if they're scared to do it, I'm listening. we're well, we going to talk
1: here. We're going to talk. I'm yeah.
2: Even if they're scared to do it, mm-hmm. you know, we if, if it's something that we haven't played about in conversation, I'm going to put you on the first chance I get. I'm going to put you on. If it's an event that I can support by donating, if it's a, an event I can support just by showing up and, and literally being a helping hand, I'm there. But I'm I'm good for plugging mm-hmm. somebody. Mm-hmm. I will every time, every
1: time. Now, I'm going to be
0: that person. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Right, I'm going to be that person, but I'm learning to be selective, more selective. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. And I'm
0: learning to be more, um, just more aware more. Mm-hmm. because is it being is it being reciprocated right and i don't do right. things for the sake of getting back mm-hmm. but i can't keep being uh, a cup that's getting sipped out okay yeah. i can't yeah. keep pouring out and, and i'm run, right, and right. exactly yeah now to
1: piggyback off of what nate just said about replenishing mm-hmm. With the many hats that you I'm wear, being a writer, transition. a curator, <laughs> and a poet, mm-hmm. how do you find time for Jamie's Am I not Shemise, sure? Shemise. Shemise. Shemise? I'm mm-hmm. sorry. How do you find time for Shemise? How do you find time to say, you know what, I need to take a break from all of this and give Shamise some time? Because I know all my hats. Now mm-hmm. I need some me time. How do you find time to do that?
2: So everybody self-care. who is in my so close circle, because I'm very big on self-care, and um because i was able to pull myself up out of a five-year depression and anxiety spell, i know when it i've is. had enough i know when i've had enough okay. and so some years back now my family and friends are very familiar everybody knows on sundays shamis does only what shamis wants to do shamis does only what I so sunday is my day that's Anything that's going on in the world has to wait until Monday morning because Sunday it's a no for me. I ain't picking up my phone. I ain't making no phone calls. If you don't live in my household, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to see your face. And sometimes I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to see your face. That's, that's my day to do whatever I want. And then, I mean, if I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed, I know how to just put stuff on hold. I try not to let stuff overlap, you know I'm trying to be mm-hmm. you know better at time management outside of what what you call the benefactor uh, uh-huh. yes. you know outside of that um because I was always that's one of my my skills, you know resume skills is my time management when I'm on the clock i can I do really good at moving stuff around and delegating and all of that, but it was just like in my personal life. With that, and then everything else that I was trying to do, okay, yeah, I do. And so that's where the idea that Sunday had to be for me came from. And so that's that's my day. I can handle anything else Monday through Saturday. And that's, that's a
0: big lesson. That's a big lesson. It's a big thing. And then you, you mentioned time management because that's a big thing. When you're moving from a benefactor position to <laughs> your own entrepreneurship situation, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's. We don't do that too well. We no. we we don't. We, I, honestly, I know that people who have jumped into full time business and don't know, do. don't know what to do. They they didn't take anything that they learned from that benefactor yeah. and apply it to what they're doing. That's that's what you have a job for. You're not supposed to be there just making somebody else white right. comfortable right. or making somebody else vacation more comfortable. It's, you're supposed to be picking up the tools and and things of that nature while you're giving your time and your talents. You're supposed to be taking also. Yep, so that's and like why you what, only applies your own position. Having
2: that and like writing like the pulling the first book together because some of the poems in my first book I wrote some of them in like '08 in 2011. So putting the book together was time consuming, and then you know because mm. it's, it's it's order in the book it's intentionally put together the way that it is and initially when I first got the idea to publish I was just like oh, I'm going to publish a book of poems and it was like the creator was like not like not like you think you're about to no you're not and I always had to say thanks God that I had a partner at the time who understood what I needed even when I didn't know what I needed I knew it wasn't for God even though I still think he might have been the devil but, um, just being, like I said, intentional and knowing that on this, listen, we're we not going to edit that out. The book? I'm, just, I'm just saying, uh, while he was there, he, it was, I know that it was, uh, divine intention and alignment, but it was, it was like, you know, I know I'm going to be tired. I get off at three 30. I know I need to rest between four and six, but at six, I need to, I need to be working on this book. And then at eight i need to get up from this desk i need mm-hmm. to get up from i need to get up and i need to do something else and we only gonna do this two times a week and that's how i work i have to, i have to otherwise i will be stir i'd be crazy i will be crazy everything has to be intentionally done mm-hmm. and managed well wow. i might got some control issues just right. a little bit right.
0: <laughs> i mean i felt it a little bit but I. <laughs> but <those laughs> little fans, bit. I mean. That's what it takes. If that's what it takes, that's what it's because a lot of us succumb to what other people want so much that you know. For me, the big part of my adult artist career was spent always being there for somebody else. Yeah, and it took a pandemic. And I'm telling you, I started college when I was about 21, going on 22. I'm 38 this year. Mm. And it's taken me this long to focus on me. And it didn't, it wasn't even me. It was a pandemic hit. And I was forced to make have it no on my
2: own. Yeah, you have
0: a choice. Right. I knew how to I knew how to work. I knew how to get a paycheck. I knew how to pay bills, but I never made time for me. Everybody else friends around me mm-hmm. had a dose of Nathan on it. And mm. it, it had a dose of mm. me on it. It had a, it had a little piece sprinkle, if not a big piece of me on it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those things, I have ownership over it. It was, it was not in my name. It was not mine. I had to end it when they felt like they it. Yeah. You know, and a, a lot of my, and I learned a lot of valuable lessons. I learned a lot of skill sets that I'm now applying to me. Yeah. And one of my biggest things now, if I'm not making money with it, if I'm not getting an opportunity from it or learning something from it, Nathan will not be there. I know that's
1: right. i need Nathan.
0: Yes, that's the serious <laughs> government name. I know that's, that's right. Serious. Know so,
1: and, that's serious. And it's right. not
0: about me not supporting anybody. We often have dreams. And, and us as creatives, we have to mm-hmm. watch how we do this to other people. Mm-hmm. We have a dream. You have to make sure if you need people to help you with that dream, you are nice. making ways for that person to achieve yep. and succeed in your dream. Mm-hmm. Stop Stop just putting these, these mm-hmm. things out there where people need, mm-hmm. they need, uh, what they call it, what's the big word? Um, they need some type of uh, experience. You go, you'll get some experience from this. Mm-hmm. Go, I've got the word that, that I've heard so much from my 20s. But it, it was, I don't need no more of that i got that overflowing in my closet. <laughs> hey, I I'm trying to
1: get some exposure. Yes. That's what it yeah. is, yes.
0: exposure. I'm yes. I can go outside and be exposed. We're going to be exposed right, now. right I'm exposed every Friday, 5 <laughs> to 6.30. So I don't need nice. no more exposure.
1: Listen, Make yes. way
0: stop, stop creating these creative outlets. Stop creating these creative outlets or these work environments and you mm-hmm. want volunteers, mm-hmm. but you will take home that profit. You're mm-hmm. not gonna give that back to anybody. Mm-hmm. That's why it kills me when I when I see these people going hard for these celebrities. Yeah. You put them there. That's your money that they sitting on. That yeah. part of that yacht is yours. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we don't give that to our own. We don't give that to ourselves. Here, you ain't had a vacation all year long, and you will go spend top dollar. So the Fugees can go on another. <laughs> I would Can't go to say. Africa, okay, <laughs> on tour. And I love the Fuji's, but I'm not gonna <laughs> give them no hundred and some dollars. No, Mary, sit in the nose, please.
1: Maybe Mary, maybe yeah. Mary. I think it's a two hundred.
0: Mary, 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 you maybe, maybe Mary, I'm, but I'm just saying, and, and there's nothing wrong with that, like. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it to one of the Fuji concerts. I'm a, I know I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to kill myself making it. Yeah, I'm not going to do that to myself That's when I right. can be giving that money to somebody locally, somebody yeah. who I know who needs the money. Yeah,
1: That's,
0: That's
1: how I am not
2: when, when J. Cole decided he was going to go on tour and I was like, oh, he's going to be in Philly. Oh, I can go to Philly. We can get to Philly and the tickets that I wanted because I, I like I, like, when I do it, I want to do it. The tickets that I wanted was almost $500. I was like, you know what? We just going to keep him in rotation on Spotify because I got other stuff to do. We just... <laughs> no, we got... Yeah. We just going to keep him in rotation. He gets for that. He gets yeah, you know
1: that. what I'm
2: saying? He, he we going to
0: support like, that oh, way. Three, that was, was yeah. we're
2: going to do that that way. I that. I can, yeah, i i
0: Yeah, I'll pray for you. Yeah. yeah. I went for the bootleg, uh phone clips to come out. I'll mm-hmm. see it. I'll be mm-hmm. So as we close out the interview, I normally ask my guests a final question, and that mm-hmm. question uh, is, what advice would you give to your 17-year-old self, and mm-hmm. what question would you ask to your 100-year-old self? There are no Ooh. right or wrong answers, and That's we're not hard. trying to alter time, Ooh. but <laughs> yes, that was, that was heavy, that's Yeah,
1: um,
2: my 17-year-old So I would probably tell her that she had more time. I thought I had to try to do everything mm-hmm. then. And so everything so changed. You got more time. You, you, you're going to get to do all of this. It don't have to get mm-hmm. done right now. Um because I think that turned into me learning how to be comfortable with stress very early on in my life as if my background didn't already provide me that education. But um, yeah, just trying to get everything done so fast, so much, so soon, not thinking that I had all this time that I had, to, you know, now I'm twice that age. And then some. my hundred year old
1: self, you said what question? What question? Um,
2: hmm. One question when I ask my 100-year-old self. I guess if we made the impact that we wanted to make. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, and,
0: and, and these two, this question and this advice that I offer, uh, they are great for meditation prompts, mm-hmm. writing prompts. Mm-hmm. And it really tells you where you are right now. hmm it gives you a lot of insight mm-hmm. as to where you are in this moment. You, yeah. You're telling your 17-year-old self, uh, take your time. Mm-hmm. And you're asking, what was your, what was your 100-year-old self? That we make the impact Did that you impact? we want to You're thinking about legacy. Yeah. But understand how those two things mm-hmm. can be a contract. Mm-hmm. And how they can be useful to you. To each other. And ask yeah. stuff this randomly sometimes. Or plan a time to ask these questions mm-hmm. to yourself. Yeah. Because it gives you a plenty of insight. Right now, you probably still rushing it and mm. still thinking about your legacy all at the same time. So how do you yeah, get the right? legacy if
2: yeah. you're rushing? Yeah, you're right. You're
0: right. And you know, so it, it gives you plenty of insight. So yeah. I don't
2: talk to my younger self me enough Mm. i talk to the the younger me that i see in the youth i talk to that younger self in them when i see those bits and pieces of myself in them that's that's the the same it's the same thing it don't always resonate it's the same thing like right here right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but when you were 17 would would would, what advice you just gave you your 17-year-old stuff, would you have listened at 17? He's like, this ain't don't know what talking about. I got to get it going. And at some point, I mean, it may take you five years. It may take you 20 years. It may take yeah. you 50 years to get it. But at some mm-hmm. point, just planting that seed, I just that's why I love mm-hmm. working with young people. Mm-hmm. Because you just, you plant that seed. Mm-hmm. And then I've had students come to me years later telling me that they just graduated from umpteen, umpteen university <laughs> with a theater degree now this child has no concern in theater they had no concern in respecting me let alone in yeah. theater but for them to make space to come to me that made something i gave to them mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. useful mm-hmm. and it really does say a lot about you speaking to your younger self yeah. when you're doing that because those mm-hmm. are often our opportunities to get it right
1: mm-hmm. yeah um,
0: Great, great, great conversation. I really appreciate you coming on, so um, proud, and, signing on. and I want to have you for know more. We have to set a moment to meet up, and you come yes. on down, yes. and we have some tea and some yes. snacks, I and we it, talk business. It? Yes, because that's what I'm about. Like we can yes. we can giggle one and giggle all that, but business has to be the outcome. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really, um, I'm really excited. I I'm it. glad you reached out. I'm appreciative that you reached out and then decided to come on the show. I'm really yes. am grateful, and I'm just saying to everybody out there, uh, real quick, give out your social media where people can find you for your various jobs and All the hats. Sj speaks triple one.
2: Sj speaks one 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 on Instagram. Um, Shamich Jacobs on Facebook. I'm back on Twitter, but I really don't do Twitter. I'm just to be honest with y'all. So, yeah. best me to find me. All that porn. It, <laughs> it. Look, it is. it's, I it's,
0: it's like it's it. like, but it's it's your friends that it's became your friends. friends <laughs> Because I didn't like
2: no
1: porn stars. No, I'm sorry, friends.
2: I'm no, because now you're going to make me go to the Twitter and see what you're talking about. Oh. I didn't know about that. I'm, a, no. I'm telling you see to see the live. lives some of
0: your friends are living. Some of, some of your friends are living a different life now.
1: Because
2: so. I know I didn't
0: like any porn pages. That's what happened. Yeah. I mean, I'm not i all the time. Sitting on know this only fans idea so i'm not opposed to it
3: i'm just i'm not ready
0: to make that leap yet. i i ain't there yet. don't judge
1: me look at crystal don't face me. Don't judge
0: me. first of all
1: <laughs> first of this one right here
0: don't let her fool you but uh but thank you so much for coming thank you Nord, for having me we these. definitely gonna have you on it and you're gonna be my special correspondent for business oh. and maybe events and all those things. And whatever. You may have to do a show. We we may have to set you <laughs> up with a with a show. So who knows? I love it.
1: Well one quick thing. Do you have any events coming up? Do you yeah. know of any hot events coming up? Like anything?
2: Oh so, um, real quick, I wanna plug that my best friend a few weeks ago we did a show for um to collect donations to feed the homeless. So he's about to do that in a couple mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. I will share the flyer. We're asking if anybody else wants to donate financially. If you want to donate your time, oh, come on down and help feed the homeless. This is the second annual. The first one was really great. We want a bigger turnout this year. Um, and then in November, okay. I am doing a wellness workshop. Um, calling it the swap meet because we shift in the mindset, so that we shift some lives. We're trading it out. Fair exchange, no robbery. Everybody mm-hmm. wins when you change your mind and decide to, you know, be better. Yes. So, back in right. November, tickets are on sale um, on Eventbrite and, of course, directly for me. But um, I also like you just gotta watch the cage because stuff be coming up. Just follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Stuff
0: be coming up. Right. I got you. So, I'm gonna right. reach out to you. We'll set that date and okay. we're gonna get it popping because that's, right. that's what we have to right. do in this new world. to us get the real quick. And, (laughs) I wanted to interject something so you guys get off real quick. Um, Y'all do know that the gallery downtown is closing?
1: I I saw saw
0: something about
1: that.
0: And I know that's a a big artist spot and I wanted to get y'all... I saw something about that. I I just... That's that's the city thinking they know better than we do. As citizens. They always do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, um... uh, Oh, that's good. I know the people who are really gonna be upset. Those people that be in the bathroom, absolutely. That's really, that's really gonna be upset.
1: Listen,
0: <laughs> but uh, but nevertheless, you know they gonna find another bathroom.
2: <laughs> yeah. But dog, tonight, man. tomorrow, on
0: Sunday, uh, Rachel, a show at Motor House, right here okay. on North Avenue in Howard. on um, the last weekend for it. Also tonight, Funktopia. At the Volve on Twenty Fifth and Charles, mm-hmm. uh, there's a great concert going on there. This is the last night for it. And this weekend, we'll be doing, we'll be having outdoors open for the public to come through the studio, Bash Shop Jewelry Studio, as well as uh, Style Lounge Boutique. Come on through. Got some great one of a kind earrings for you mm-hmm. and for your adornment. If you have any friends mm-hmm. you want to do a party, uh, come by tomorrow. We'll be having a Fascinator event but you get to make your own fascinator. Um, and as we go into our uh, fall and winter season, uh, we'll be doing more workshops and there are virtual components to it as well. So okay. that's been an Artist Exchange Radio Show. I got to get going. I got enough time to make me a quick sandwich and I got to go do my show, Rachel at the Motor House. So... <laughs> Peace out, people! Thank you again, Miss Shemise. Thank you, Crystal.
1: Thank you, Crystal. No you, you too. Peace out,
0: people! Have a great day. Just enjoy, enjoy your view. <laughs> the view wasn't really good today, so I took the to, <laughs> Take time to enjoy your view. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Shemise.